I'm Lauren Brill, and it's time for Unsealed Letters. I feel like I have more clarity on like the direction I'm going in with my life and what I want to do. A lot of people in your situation, like there was a very easy gateway to drugs. Very easily could have gone in a whole lot of directions in life. Once I got hooked on the Oprah Winfrey show, I started having all these big, crazy ideas of accomplishments and things I wanted to do. In 2017, I wrote a letter telling the world my deepest and darkest secret. Sharing not only freed me from the chains of my past, it gave me an unshakable confidence. Feeling empowered, I built a global community, inviting people from all over the world to write and share personal open letters on theunsealed.com. Letters that have changed lives, open hearts, and inspired readers worldwide. On this show, we'll share with you people who, like me, used a letter to turn their secret into their superpower. I'm Lauren Brill, and this is Unsealed Letters. Hey guys, it's me, Lauren. We have an incredible show for you today. We have a very special guest, Brianna. She's one of my really good friends, and we met through the Unsealed. She submitted a story to one of our contests, and after the contest, I asked her if she would want to do a feature letter where I helped her write a letter to whoever she wanted, and we decided to write this letter to Oprah because Oprah had such an amazing impact on her life. And after we published this letter, Brianna said her life was completely changed forever. And we'll find out a little bit more why later on. But first, I want to share with you Brianna's letter to Oprah. So here it is. Dear Oprah, it's been about 15 years since I last wrote to you. As a teenager, I probably sent you about 10 to 20 letters. But this one is different. I grew up in the foster care system, living in seven different homes throughout my childhood. My life was filled with abuse and suffering. I used to wonder, why didn't I have a home with nice parents like most other kids? Then, one day, my younger brother and I watched The Color Purple, and we absolutely loved it. I remember your character was a strong black woman who stood up for herself. That same week, I was flipping through the channels, and I happened to come across your show for the very first time. It was an episode about child abuse and molestation. As I watched the show, I began to cry. The stories shared so closely resembled my own experiences. That's when I realized what I experienced was wrong. Then you began to share your story. You grew up in Mississippi where you were molested as a child and gave birth to a premature boy who died soon after. Like me, you endured racism and hate. Learning about your childhood and seeing what you achieved inspired me. You made me start thinking about my future. It was you who made me believe a future was even possible. As time went on, I started to lean into you and your show even more. See, at 15 years old, I tried to hurt myself. I was very unhappy. Oprah, I didn't open up to my therapists, foster families, teachers, or social workers. I felt like I had no one except you. And you led me to books, 
and writing. The books you shared with me pulled me out of a deep depression. These books gave me an escape from my reality and hope for my future. These books made me feel less alone. They made me feel seen. You gave me the love I needed in my life. I am now a chef. After growing up on cereal, Pop-Tarts, bagels, and frozen pizza, I now can cook myself a fresh, healthy meal. Well, many say I should be proud of myself. I grew up with you as my example. And your career was not just about what you could achieve, but rather what you could do for others. Now, at 31 years old, I feel a deep hole in my life because I have yet to help the next generation of foster children. So just recently, I have begun to dream bigger than I ever had before. I have decided I want to try and create a kitchen that is like your show. Instead of cooking for patrons, I want to cook for at-risk youth and foster children. I want to teach them how to make healthy meals and I want to make meals for them. After we cook, I want to enjoy the food with them and allow them a chance to share their stories. I want to be that person that touches their hand and looks them in the eye when they speak. In my kitchen, their voices won't be ignored and their stories won't go untold. I don't know precisely what to do or how to start, but I do believe in myself. And that's because of you. Oprah, as a teenager, I wrote to you over and over and over again. And I never heard back. But even if this one ends up unanswered like all the rest, it still feels good to write to you, to see my own evolution. When I was a teenager, I wrote to you because I desperately wanted you to listen to my story. Now, I'm writing to you to let you know that you inspired me to make sure more children are heard. If you ever want to do dinner, I'll cook. Thank you, Brianna. To read Brianna's full letter or to write your own, head to theunsealed.com. So now we actually get to talk to Brianna. Brianna joins some of our community members to chat about her letter and how she found happiness after a very difficult childhood. First of all, Brianna, how has your life changed since you wrote a letter to Oprah? Um, I will say it has changed a lot for sure. Um, I feel like I have more clarity on like the direction I'm going in with my life and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish. Mm. You were in foster care. Yep. You were experiencing abuse in foster care, um, abuse that no child should ever experience. Do you no support? No support. Yeah. A lot of people in your situation, like there was a very easy gateway to drugs. There was a very easy, mm-hmm. very easily could have gone in a whole lot of directions in life. Um, do you think books and reading and Oprah are a big reason why you didn't go down those bad paths? Do you think they really helped you to, to release your thoughts and release your pain, but also give you a positive outlook on life? Um, I didn't have a hero. I can tell you that I didn't have anyone to look up to until Oprah. And then once I got hooked on the Oprah Winfrey show, I started having all these big, crazy ideas of accomplishments and things I wanted to do. And um, finding out about her history made me feel like I could get through mine, what I was going through at the time. 
you you have you wrote in your letter that you now want to start a kitchen for our mm-hmm. chef. You want to start a nonprofit where you go to at, at home, you go to group homes or places where kids that are at risk um, are at. Yep. Help them learn to cook so they can eat a healthy meal. But even more than that, I'll give them a, a place to share their stories. When you're eating a meal, everyone can can talk. Why is it so important to give back? Um, I think it's important to give back. Uh, if I, I think all the knowledge I've gained, I can help all these foster kids so much. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me. I wish I, you know, I wish I had someone there to root me on. And like, I didn't, I, and I want these kids, when I meet these kids, I want them to feel like someone's there for them and someone's rooting them on. In my head, Oprah Winfrey was rooting me on. <laughs> she was, she's rooting she was, she was. <laughs> she was. And, and you've since also like decided to, to leave your job and also pursue all these goals to pursue. Yes, I, yes. Pursue writing. Happening. Like, yes. Just, like, Forget it. I'm going for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it all, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go to Alicia. She's going to ask a question next. Well, first, I want to say congratulations for leaving your job and going for your dreams. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. I appreciate I mean, that. Amazing. We can see the evolution like through your letter. You know, it's nice to reflect, like you said, the reason you would originally write Oprah compared to why you're writing her now. Um, I see myself in your letter too, how you kind of went through a hard past and now you want to give back. I have had a plan to have a community center. So it's the same thing where you just want to work with that youth and shape and mold them. Um, my question for you would be like, what is the message you want to teach them through cooking? Like why specific? I know cooking is how you found yourself a little more, but mm-hmm. why, what will healthy meals show them? Um, it will show them how to take care of themselves and how to be self-sufficient. Um, and also it's just a moment where like, I feel like when you're cooking with someone, it's a moment to connect and it's, and if I can give them that moment and uh, like pure happiness where I can teach them something and they can forget about everything. That's all I ask for. I was just gonna say like element of self-sufficiency, like that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love it. So important. And you had told me that when you were in foster care, they would get the good food to like the kid that was their biological child. Yeah. The, the pop tarts and you, you started to give yourself more. Yep. It was pop tarts and fast food. <laughs> what do each of you think is the key to finding happiness and to not letting your past um, hold you back from your happiness and hold you back from your purpose? I think it's just, I mean, I definitely have like this certain will and faith but at the same time like i also i've always known of every day i want to be better every single day and i i've met my biological parents they have not been good examples Mm -hmm. um so why not be my own example and you know and i've just that strength come from like that takes so much (laughs) for the lack of a better word like I'll say actually use a better word. That takes a lot of guts. I appreciate that, Laura. It takes more guts to be strong. You know what I mean? Rather than it's easy for me. And it's easier, definitely way easier to just give up. And um, I mean, fall deep into it, but I refuse to, you know, Um, and therapy, therapy helps a lot. (laughs) I think it takes guts to be happy. It takes guts to say, hey, like all these things that are bothering me, I'm not going to let them 
Really. Yeah, I'm not gonna let no. take me down. Whether it be a situation, a boy, a girl, a, mm-hmm. whatever it is, not letting these things around you that aim to hold you back or hurt you in any way. And that's very much what Oprah Winfrey did. Yeah. Yes. When someone reads your story, your letter to Oprah, your book that you're writing, or meets you, or talks to you, or is on this conversation to uh, call tonight. If there's one thing they take away from your story, what do you hope it is? I guess it's just to be more compassionate towards people and especially towards kids. Like, I mean, foster kids too. Like, I mean, I'm hoping that after someone reads, people read my book, more people with integrity will come forward and do foster care. You know, like good people. I want the, the abuse, all this stuff to just like, I would love for it to just stop. Where do you find your joy in each and every day? In the little things, I guess. <laughs> like what? Um, let's see. It's mostly food. I will say that. <laughs> mostly it's food. mostly food. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try it. Try and lie. It's mostly food. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wake up pretty happy all the time. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I guess that I'm the fact that I'm here and the fact that I'm here and I'm like um in a way better position than I thought I would be as a kid I'm grateful for that what do you think you would tell a child who's currently in foster care and feels hopeless or god forbid suicidal or is being abused or doesn't see um a dream a possibility uh, for their dreams to get come true or even Um, I would sit down with that kid probably for a couple hours and have a long conversation with them and tell them to hang on and hang in there. Cause you know, I, it's like, I told you, it was like, when I think back, I've, it's like, the, I feel like it's the longest time period of my life, even though it was only my teenage years, but like, um, and I would tell the person I was there for them. Uh, that's the most important thing. Someone just the, like, I know for me, I really, really needed someone to just talk to about all this stuff all the time. And I did it. Um, and I think I, it wasn't until I was like, I think in my twenties when I finally started talking about it with my therapist and stuff. So I would just like to, uh, have, show them support and listen to them and tell them to hang in there. Your letter went super viral. How did that impact your life? <laughs> I know. Um, Secrets we can't tell yet. I know you're making me sweat over here. <laughs> like, how can I put this? Um, uh, that letter will always be the one of the best things. It probably it is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, some people saw it. Some uh, Oprah Oprah's people saw it. <laughs> um, some things happen. I can't. I signed an NDA, so I can't uh, really talk about it. <laughs> I will say that I can't really talk about it, but um, uh, you guys will be able to all see it in a matter of months, and it's pretty exciting. And um, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> the goal, the goal is to be is my book to be a part of Oprah Winfrey's book club. A lot of the stuff that I wrote was things I hadn't spoken about. Yeah, like have you. things I like or things I just haven't thought about, and like um. And a lot of the stuff that I wrote, like that I've been writing down in the book and stuff, like I've cried, 
like I've cried, been angry. I've been up for like days straight, like with the anxiety because I've just dived right back into it. But it's been very healing for me. I will say that. I think writing taps into a part of your brain that almost like your conscious mind can't. Alicia and um, Juliet, what do you, what about Brianna's story touches you the most? Um, I really think her story is just so moving to me because um, my dad was in the foster care system um, as well. Wow. And he was adopted into a really abusive home. And even though he, he, he grew out of that, he grew out of that home and he, you know, made his own family, but sometimes that trauma still carries on and I see it in him a lot. And to see somebody that is working through their trauma and to see somebody that is really trying to help other people and other kids in their situation, it's really moving for me. Mm. What about you, Alicia? I really liked how you went from not having a community, not really knowing a community to wanting to model that and just like show what a healthy community is. And like that you found that through cooking in your letter. Mm -hmm. I really liked that you said um, a bunch of misfits each um, (laughs) each their own stories coming together for common good. Like that was, Mm -hmm. that's like how a community should be. I think each individual's making up a whole. Yep. I like that. I did too. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for sharing. You've gone through all of this. What can stop you now in life? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Definitely not Oprah. (laughs) Brianna, you are absolutely incredible and nothing can stop you in life. And we are so happy to have you a part of our community. And thanks for talking to us. I'm Lauren Brill, and you are listening to Unsealed Letters. To find out more about our shows and our latest guests, check out theunsealed.com. Thanks for tuning in.